The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and you are listening to the Rough House Podcast. Yeah! The opinions expressed in the Rough House Podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast courtesy of the Realm Network here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, hi, everybody. <laughs> hi, guys. Yeah, we're we're back with you. Uh, Rough House Podcast. I'm Marty. I'm Christoph. Thanks for your patience. We appreciate you. <laughs> i i know certain directions that is placed in um <laughs> so look I, chris uh, yes all the props in the world to you for being open and honest with the og 538 hey man how, how it's been hard for you to watch the pro rest but hey i'm gonna lay it out there last week's episode my fault totally me so not you entirely you, not entirely my, uh, I had fa- uh family from out of town in town too. So I probably wouldn't have had the yeah, chance. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I was in an entirely different state, nowhere near a microphone. So, uh, let me fall on the sword for last week. It's a small you microphone. You may have been able to fit it in the briefcase. Yeah, I, that's, that's a fair point. That's a fair point for those of you listening and not watching. If you do want to watch, remember patreon.com search for the rough house podcast, uh, Christoph, uh, is boozing his way through. What is your poison? Boozing. This, <laughs> this is not something I would actively buy on my own. However, it was gifted to you. Yeah. So uh, last week, as I mentioned, my uh, my father in law was in town. So okay, uh, he, he he comes in, we hang out, and he likes to uh, buy some uh, libations for us to enjoy sure. when we're when we're visiting with each other. So this is, I believe, it's Captain Morgan brand pumpkin rum. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, I am uh, absolute basic bitch, so I am pro uh, pumpkin flavored foods. Uh, <laughs> pumpkin rum, though, definitely feels like a zig where there should be a zag. It, it actually, it's it's actually pretty smooth. Uh, it's chilled. Oh, it comes okay. in a little like pumpkin sized container. Well, so, that's adorable. Uh, I'm on. I'm a couple shots deep already, and I'll be uh, I'll be nursing my way through this one through this episode. Uh, much to discuss. Clearly, um, yeah. Uh, I I guess we should just get on top of it and and talk about the the, the the big elephant, or rather the big dog in the room. Yeah, or um, who's no longer in the the main room? Uh, yeah, exactly. So, uh, look, if you're listening to this, you know what happened. If if you for whatever reason have us as your uh, route into the world of professional wrestling. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, but uh, to the shock of all but a handful of people, it sounds yeah. like uh, this Monday night, Roman Reigns hit the ring. Uh, even the commentators were promoting it to be a, a, uh, an interview, special a, a, a special announcement. But, you know, they were talking about the crown jewel pay-per-view more on that as the yeah, show goes much on. More on that. Um, <laughs> He comes out, he starts to talk about how he promised to be a fighting champion, but uh, this wasn't going to be Roman talking. This was going to be Joe. Yeah. And uh, Joe, I know I came out and said that 11 years ago, he fought and thought he had beat cancer. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, leukemia has uh, made its way back into his life. Um with that, uh, he uh, decided to give up the WWE Universal title 
mm-hmm. and promised that he would, uh, you know, bring the fight to cancer and uh, hopefully make his way back into the squared circle sooner than we would realize. Um, you know, I, I I feel like kind of a shithead that uh, what, <laughs> well, well, not just because it's Roman Reigns and uh, let's be honest, uh, cancer's not fun. Um, no, uh, <laughs> the opposite. Exactly. Um, you know, uh, it's it's affected many people. I'm very near and dear to uh, some who have thankfully fought it and won. Some yeah. who have fought it and lost. You'd be hard pressed to find anybody whose life hasn't been touched by it, uh, exactly. one way or another. So it is a uh, unforgiving um, disease. So yeah. um, you know, it goes without saying that you know all of our smarkiness about booking and pro wrestling aside, this is a a human being that we're talking about here, yeah. and a, one that people um, love and look up to and rely on. So uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I and 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 that's the thing, you know. I, I, you, even I was guilty of this, but I, I saw so many people saying, you know, say what you build, will about creative, say what you will about his character. I hope the guy does well. Fuck all that. I, I hope the guy does well. That's a man who is a father of three. He's yeah. a husband. He's a brother. He's he's a son. He's uh, all these things. And uh, no one deserves to have to go into that fight. Um, yeah, you could say he's more well equipped than most uh, athletically gifted probably sure. an incredible health besides this um right and you know i would assume as much as because his job is to be a professional athlete um, yeah but you know uh cancer does not discriminate uh cancer does not uh nope. choose its battles um and i just i just hope things end well uh in this scenario even if it means he Likewise. never walks in the ring again uh, i i i just want him to have uh, a fruitful and positive life coming out of here. Uh, not yeah. a great week for uh, the overall Noai clan. Uh, yeah. As as uh, it also came out that uh, Samu of uh, Head Shrinkers fame, who I believe is uh, is it is it uncle of Roman. I I I'm, yes. I'm, I'm I, so... I believe it's uh, Sika's brother. Yes, yes, Maybe. Uh, uh, or Sika's son, or wh- whatever it is. I don't know. Uh, people smarter than I have broken this down, but uh, the big uh, family tree. <laughs> yes, uh, but he has uh, stage four liver cancer that came out yeah. this week. Um, and you know, when you just look at the history of the Noai family, yes, royalty and wrestling, but they've not had a great go of it. Uh, Omaga passing away, Jamal passing away, Yokozuna mm-hmm. passing away. I, it just goes on and on. Um, I I just really hope that uh, in both uh, Roman and Samu's case uh, that this uh, you know yeah. is is but a blip on a radar for them, and they come back uh, stronger, healthier, and happier. Yeah. Um, One could only hope. Could you? Can you just? And this is kind of you know I'm trying to put the good vibes and think positive things going forward. Can you just imagine the pop? in like say royal rumble 2020 oh when, absolutely you know, number that, 29 or number 30 and roman reigns music hits yeah it explodes absolutely absolutely i mean uh it, it was kind of the joke following all this you want to see a way to get a crowd to cheer roman reigns <laughs> there <laughs> well, you go there uh, you go the the smarkiest of smarks would be losing their ever-loving mind and um that's that's the the result i hope for in all of this you know this yeah obviously this for uh, we wanted this upon him you know exactly that's that's not us yeah now granted uh i can be a shitbag towards wwe creative and say yeah they'll bring him back they'll get a big pop and then turn him heel immediately because someone is gonna think it's a good idea that's (laughs) that is besides what i want for joe Roman, though, probably going to be made to turn heel after coming back from beating cancer. Anyway, uh, what we did get to see in the Raw that followed was a perfect example of what has been said time and time again. You put the WWE's back up against a wall, and they figure out how to make things work. And yeah. I, I can say, and uh, we'll, we'll get to it, I can say maybe the main event angle was a week or two early. Um, but I see that I'm a, I'm of a couple minds of this and we can have a, a very 
very good discussion about this, I believe. Yeah. So, you know, the, the main event was, was already announced before all this happened was um, mm-hmm. Dean and Seth to challenge Ziggler and McIntyre for the Raw Tag Team Championships. And then obviously everything that happened to open the show happened. So mm-hmm. then there was another layer of um, intensity and more heart and focus on the side of uh, two thirds of the shield that came out there. They came out in their shield gear, came out mm-hmm. through the crowd, you know. Um, so they, they did the full shield, uh, regalia and then, you know, through some dusty booking end up winning the match, um, yes. and winning the tag team titles. And they are our new tag team champions. They let's, are. Let's not forget about that, that the current reigning defending tag team champions of the world are Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and, uh, Apparently, this was the time for the lunatic fringe to strike as uh, he turned against his blood brother. He turned against his partner. He turned against his friend. Uh, and we got what everyone thought was going to be the the eventual payoff right. of this return of the shield as we have a full blown heel. Dean Ambrose, uh, probably the top heel of the company now. I, I mean, uh, uh, holy shit. Uh like Undertaker losing to Brock Lesnar level of audience stunned, stunned. just yeah. floored. Uh, the and reaction shots were choice. Oh yeah, the, these are reaction race. shots, much like uh, the the guy at, at WrestleMania 30 with his yeah. jaw agape. These are the reaction shots we're going to see replayed for years and years yeah. to come. I wish I would have been able to be watching that live and not oh, read about yeah. it the next morning when I woke up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> one of those moments that uh, that you don't often that you don't quickly forget. And you know, uh, well, let, let, let's break it down. So. You know, like you said, it was this was always pretty much going to be the ending of whatever storyline they were working with here. And obviously with the um, announcement of Reigns leaving, there really was no more need for the shield. No disagreement. So the way I see it is they're turning, uh, what is it, lemons into lemonade. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they had a, a, a bad a bad hand dealt to them. I'm talking about WWE. This is this has nothing to do with Roman himself right now. Um, so WWE, you know, lost their champion. They lost their top guy, and mm-hmm. um, they 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 lost the guy who was leading their big three piece here. So. What do you do? Um, the shield can't really go on as a two piece. Um, so you just you just do it. I I think that um, that it's uh, I, I like it. I, I do. Um, the only icky kind of feeling thing about it was, uh, you know, Michael Cole really laying on heavy. Not tonight. Not on this night sort of thing. Right. Right. That that's where I go. Yep. Pro wrestling still a journey. Pro wrestling, it is. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. We were reminded in the wee hours of this morning that pro wrestling is a carny business, and we'll get to that too. Uh, but yeah, that that that's the one bit where I go. If if they waited a week, maybe two. I mean, I, I I'm pretty confident that all roads for WrestleMania right now lead to Seth versus Dean. I think and, you kind of have to, yeah. And to me. That says you could have held off. You could have pulled the trigger at Survivor Series. You could have pulled the trigger at the Rumble. And I think it still would have been as impactful, although the wound would not have been as fresh. Um, yeah, it but, was definitely but that's, a rip, that's rip hindsight the band, 2020. Rip the Band-Aid off sort of thing. You know, yeah. um, uh, I, I think, I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the words to describe how I thought it was a good booking decision sure. because one, you just move full steam ahead into this. It's not the, you know, that one of the things that is just overdone to death is the will they, won't they, can they coexist sort of thing? Absolutely. What are their motivations Absolutely. going forward? You know, they, they had the big, um, the big, the big win and then boom, just explodes in their faces and you, and you have, you know, Seth Rollins who, if he wasn't a, a white knee baby face before, then he is, uh, he's a hundred percent there right oh, now yeah. coming, coming from underneath and, and Dean Ambrose kind of, you know, he came back and it was a shield thing. Uh, so we never really had a chance to see where Dean Ambrose, uh, himself, where his mind was at. And, yeah. um, I think this kind of, and I, we're going to get some kind of explanation as to why and what he was, what he was, uh, muttering under his breath as he was beating up Seth and, and, and stuff like that. But, um, I, 
I like it. I think that you turn, and I don't want to say take the focus off uh, of it as a bad thing, but you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you had everybody else not talking about well, not they were still talking about it, obviously, but not focusing on the the bad news as of holy shit, this is a crazy thing that's happening inside right. the program. They kept it inside the ring, right, right, and and. Uh, it, it, you know, like I said, it's it's that back into the corner scenario where WWE pulls out all the stops. And we saw that throughout Monday. Bronze full baby face again. Yeah. And uh, I would assume uh, unless something dramatic happens Ugh. in the next few hours, maybe by the time you listen to this, uh, he will be the one uh, to beat Brock Lesnar for the universal title at uh, Crown Jewel. Um, that's, that's my assumption. I don't, yes. I don't think Brock is in here for the long haul. Granted, I thought this back at mania and he's <laughs> still here. I thought this at SummerSlam and he's still here. Yeah. So mark my words, Brock Lesnar's going to win in, <laughs> on the other side of things. You have, uh, Elias turning face. I yeah. don't think he's going to be a uh, number one top face on the no. card guy, but it did sort of help to uh, add another strong name on the raw brand. And when you look at, you know, what they've got now, I think we're starting to see what I've always enjoyed about some of the best eras of WWE is yes, there was the guy, but now there are multiple guys that are starting to, to, come up and get their moment in the sun. I know you and I both have talked many times on this podcast about Seth Rollins being the guy they need to get behind. I have no doubt that he's going to be the guy they're going to be getting behind, especially now with Roman gone. Beyond that though, uh, I think we could be surprised by the people who sort of are able to, to climb the mountain and, and grab the opportunity. Uh, I know a lot of eyes are on Drew McIntyre. Now I think, you want to make Drew a top heel the way he was meant to be in his first run in the mid 2000s. This is the time, man. He's just Pull one tall Scottish pile of sex, isn't he? Like, <laughs> yeah, he is. He just comes out, you know, with the, the long leather uh, duster all oiled up with this hairy chest. I'm, I'm, I'm getting all hot and bothered just thinking about like, Damn, dude, this, is a, this guy's a fucking hunk. <laughs> he, he really is. He really He's is. Good. That's the thing. He has that superstar look, the superstar yeah. appeal. He can work great matches, but he can also work WWE style. He can cut a promo like a motherfucker, yeah. but it doesn't feel like the WWE uh, branded promo. Yeah. And and in turn, I think if anybody has a big opportunity in front of them right now, it's him. But then again, Elias, I think, has a very big opportunity in front of him because he's a guy who the crowd has wanted to cheer for some time. And I think this kind of opens up WWE for an opportunity to perhaps not just have it be one guy. Why does it have to be one guy that is the face of the company? Why can't you have, you know, with the roster that they have right now, why can't you have three, four, five people, obviously between both brands um, that are, you know, these ambassadors and the faces of their brands, the people who can go out there and put on the matches, do the promos, do the PR, do the make a wishes. You know, it doesn't have to, you don't have to put all that weight on one person's shoulder. Right. Right. Let let these, this incredible uh, uh, collection of human being athletes that you have under your disposal and they keep signing more of them. And it's, 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 you know, it's going to end up being a point where there's a, a vacuum. Um, but Take advantage of the the strengths uh, that is your roster and and expand and not have you know it be the John Cena show or the Roman Reigns show or the Brock Lesnar show. Have it be the the the, the wrestling show with Seth Rollins, with Elias, with Braun Strowman, with Drew right, McIntyre. Right, and, and and I'll be honest. For as much as uh, has been said that WWE's focus is wwe's name above all well then that tells me what you should be doing is diversifying yeah uh you know i i know that the the mentality probably is well you had hogan you had austin you had cena you need the next guy people forget about that austin era it was austin for a little while then the rock and you Uh had mankind in there you had triple h you had all of these guys uh, you know yeah exactly had all these guys in the mix and I think there is a prime opportunity. And that's that's the key phrase. 
opportunity yes. for WWE to be able to build out a wide swath of stars. That being said, they won't. <laughs> they could squander it. They yeah. could squander it. I don't want them to. I, I, no. I want to be optimistic about this. God help me. I don't want to be a shitty smart saying they're fucking up. But the track record tells me they're more likely to screw it up than they are to fix it. But yeah. they're in a lurch. They got to produce. And that's usually when they're at their best. Right. Yes. And, well, they got another big thing to produce right now. I don't know what country it's going to be in, but we still got a pay-per-view on for November 2nd. It's going to be in Saudi Arabia. I don't know who you think you're fooling here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that That's how it came out today. Uh, WWE, as of this morning, we're recording on Thursday. I, yeah. I feel like in this story in particular, we got to explain when yes. we're recording. Yes. We're recording Thursday night. It's what? Uh, 8.18 p.m. right now, right this Eastern. Minute. Yes. Uh, Standard time. WWE, they, they issued their Daylight third time. quarter. Uh, uh, stock report, all that fun stuff. And the sentence that was said in there, or the phrasing that was said in there, um, similar to other U.S.-based companies who plan to continue operations in Saudi Arabia, the company has decided to uphold its contractual obligations to the General Sports Authority and stage the event. <sighs> so they're going to Saudi Arabia, ladies and gentlemen. They aren't going with John Cena. There's a lot to to unpack with this uh with this decision there's you know obviously um the financial stake is what everybody is focusing on because it was it's a big dollar deal for the yeah. wwe but there's also contracts to be mm -hmm. taken into consideration there's also um the united states state department to take yeah. into consideration there is uh there are shareholders to be taken into consideration and i will um, say they've seen a dip over the past few days they have they and then you know it'll probably bounce back up you know once the event happens and whatever you know right, got, right. you know hopefully it's without incident because are, are uh, we are we, we counting a hulk hogan appearance as an incident because uh, sounds like we're getting one of those brother that's not an international incident that's just a oh, fuck it's an old racist incident um <laughs> But uh, yeah, you know, it, it, I'm not surprised at all that Hogan's saying he's going to be there, considering that uh, that the prince uh, asked for Yokozuna uh, for the first show back at the Greatest Royal Rumble. I'm so, learning a lot about this prince, man. He he gets journalists murdered over Skype, and he demands dead wrestlers to show up at his pay per views. Yeah, this, this is a real unique cat. Like I. I <laughs> Yeah, yeah, not normal by by any stretch of the imagination. But very rich and very influential on the world stage. Incredibly, hell, he's a guy who was able to get a photo with the guy whose father oh. he murdered just a oh. few days later. I mean, the son of yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like that's, that's 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 a baller move right there. Yeah, I that's... killed your dad. <laughs> Let's do a photo op. Yeah, that's some fuck you money right there. Uh, yeah. Allegedly, is it allegedly? They kind of yeah, yeah. came out and said it at some point didn't they yeah I, I i think earlier today it came they kind of uh came back and said that it was a uh, it was premeditated and not a, an accident and uh, you know what that's that's not <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's, that's not a podcast that no that's not Chris this show. Or i am, am well equipped <laughs> to figure this out um but the show yeah. is happening. It's next yeah. weekend. It's in Saudi Arabia. The yes. triple threat for the title is now a one-on-one -on -one match between Braun and Brock, as you mentioned before. Yep. Um, all conventional general wisdom points to Braun Strowman winning, which means that Brock probably will, um, yep. as you said before. And uh, Okay. So, Well, I can say they need an eighth person for the World Cup tournament. So we got that. Is is Cena 100% out? Uh, every indication is he's done. Per everything I was reading prior to us recording, uh, Creative has been told he will not be a part of the show. Okay. They're still talking about him being part of the show, which means yeah. look for an angle on Raw or SmackDown to write him out. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, good for Daniel, him. Daniel Bryan's still up in the air. No one knows what's going on with that because he was the other name that everyone was saying. Was They're still promoting him out. in this match with AJ Styles. So Right, right. And also, 
Uh, they're playing a 25,000 seat stadium with no tickets on sale yet. Yeah, that's right, because they were waiting for uh, for WWE to make the final decision as to whether or not they're going to come there and do the show. I recognize I'm not WWE by any means, but I shit my pants on the idea of having to sell out a 450-seat club with less than two months' notice. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean... It's... I, I recognize two very different scales. Apples and oranges. I'm... <laughs> I'm I'm think I'm thinking there there's a little bit more in here. How do you sell twenty five thousand tickets to anything in less than a week? You give them out. They're not strapped for cash. Fair they're, point. They're Fair paying point. for everything. You go out in the in the square, um, you know, in between Indiana Jones uh, style uh, <laughs> fights with uh, with guns and swords or whatever. I don't know what happens over there. Um, but you go out there and you say, hey, you know, hey, street rat. Have a uh, have a t- <laughs> WWE show. All I know is Aladdin and Indiana Jones. That's my entire scope of uh, of knowledge of the Middle East because that's how smart I am. Uh, um, I, I got uh, Furious Seven in there. That's my additional bit because part of that's in Dubai. Okay, all right. <laughs> Dubai's like bougie though. That's not really. Yeah, yeah. Like... Dubai's bougie. I'm just saying. Shit. Why don't they just get? Why don't they just run this out of Dubai? Uh, that would. I mean, I would. Abu's a little bit better, right? probably one would assume i don't know journalists are doing a little better over there i'd imagine i Um, have not heard of a single journalist beheading in dubai and remember if you find any that's at send ted cruz on twitter (laughs) what a turd um okay let's let's i want to talk about i know i I shouldn't because you know what i'm going to say this dx and brothers of destruction thing (laughs) by the way great idea promo in the middle of a graveyard talking about putting people on their graves just right after someone talking about how they got to fight cancer okay there it was it was it was a shit sandwich of promos is what it was yep. because it started with uh Taker and Kane in some low rent boiler room um just, just forcing their way through a terribly written promo then you come out to to Sean and Trips doing the DX thing with the glow sticks and ugh just tired ass uh, uh, promo. And then you cut to another shit promo with Taker mm-hmm. and Kane in pre-taped some spooky graveyard. Uh, pre-taped. They could have cut that. They fuck could've... off. Just fuck <laughs> off. Okay. This is stupid. The, the, the match is stupid. Uh, f- half the people can't even uh, fuck did this. You, fuck did this. You see, fuck this did, right up. It's stupid ass. Did you see the official promo photo of Sean uh, that, that just came out? Like they updated the website with it. Like the very sad one. Yes. The yeah, they're all very sad. He looks very sad and I'm sad for him. I'm not well, sad that he's getting uh, probably a couple million dollars to do this. Hey, man. Well, well, we'll see if he still is. Come on. Really? Oh, no. What I'm saying is if that show ain't happening in Saudi Arabia, then I don't know where that money's going to come from. The show's happening, man. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> the show's they, they, they can't they can't say, you know, on the 25th of October that it's going to happen. And then unless like fucking World War Three breaks out, which at this rate very well could happen. Absolutely um, could happen. But unless we're at that level of cluster fuckitude in the yeah. world stage, uh, the show's going to happen. So it's just the, the shit on Raw, and I, I, if I'm to complain, I'm complaining to Hulu especially because I watched the Hulu cut. Oh, buddy. there were two, two matches on the entire yeah. Hulu cut. It was yeah. the Reigns thing, and rightfully so. Then we had um, we had a Bobby Lashley versus Finn Balor match that mm-hmm. was brief, um, yeah. and then it was. And immediately murdered anything that Bobby Lashley had going for him in this entire yeah heel not, turn. Not 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 great. Not great stuff. Um, then it was Heyman doing a promo, um, which started out heartfelt with his uh, long-standing relationship with the that Samoan family, um, and then turning into your typical Brock uh, or Paul Heyman promo. Which yeah, you know, the, the it, intro of the Heyman promo was a ten. Like he, he's that was that was fantastic. Best. I mean, he's really good at his job. So he yeah. he you know he made that segue. Uh, he made that right turn and just floored it and it was great you know the braun thing then we had a contract signing between nikki and ronda rousey and then we had a recap video of this a recap video of that a recap promo of evolution and then it was a tag uh, made event and i'm just i'm sitting there like jesus christ like 
I wanted to watch this to be prepared. I'm like, well, there's there was only I didn't get to see the Elias Baron Corbin thing. Um, I'm sure there was uh, yeah. at least one more match that happened. So, on the, so show, the matches right? that you didn't get to see were Ruby Riot versus Sasha Banks. I can live without that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else was on there? Elias defeating Apollo Cruz. I mean, I don't care about that, but the the turn and the stuff with Baron Corbin was yeah, was yeah. The, the meat of the story that I wanted to see. Uh, Ember Moon defeating Tamina, Dana Brooke, and Nia Jax in under two minutes. I could have defeated those three in under two minutes, and then it was the the tag match. So, so there's only four matches on the show to begin with. Yes, a three hour show. Yep, yep. Holy shit balls, man! And the majority yeah. of the time, like. The only segment really building to evolution was the the contract signing. I mean, I guess the riot, uh, Ruby Riot, Sasha Banks thing kind of did. Oh, I guess an Ember Moon, yeah, but yeah. she's not in the match. She's just in the Battle Royal, right? And that's that's what the whole idea of the four way was. Is a preview uh, to the Battle Royal. So here's here's the thing. I I, I just want to say real quick. Um, I have to give props to uh, Nikki Bella and Ronda Rousey because they have made me want to see a match I didn't think I wanted to see. I wanted to see the match when back when it was rumored. I'm like, all right, I'm okay with it because I I like Nikki as a as a performer a lot better than Brie, and I'm a hundred percent on board with Rousey. But yeah, the the promo work and the um you know the the Twitter feud and and everything in between has has been really good to the build. Yeah. Um, Rousey has really come a long way in her promos. Oh, and her infinitely on the mic. Um, it's 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 impressive and like you know she's just developing those chops of of. I guess acting really. <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, and and, is, and my is understanding is. is is she has a lot of hands on with her creative. So yeah, props to her. Um, but yeah, between last week's promo, uh, with uh, with the line about the only yeah. doors you knock down were the ones for John Cena's bedroom, and then he threw you out, and then it's a good burn. Uh, yeah, that's a good bird, but the whole uh, uh, Nikki this week talking about how you're gonna disappoint your mother and, and all yeah. that. I thought that was great too. Yeah, that um, was good stuff. So they they've done a very good job of of building to that match. Which, um, yeah, if, uh, I'm sorry, the match I was looking forward to. If you told me I would have enjoyed the promo battles between those two, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I, I would have on paper would have rather sucked a muffler than listen to those two <laughs> screech at each other. I would um, like to watch you do that. <laughs> to be honest, thanks, buddy. Thanks. Sitting in, sitting in the back. Perhaps sans pants, a little, <laughs> little shot glass of Captain Morgan pumpkin spice rum. Yeah, just just enjoying yourself just a little bit. Um, but yeah, the the whole layout of Raw as a three hour entity is a fucking mess. I, I I at this point I don't know what they can do to improve it. Beyond- Wrestling matches. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get that, but like, what do you even? I, I know this sounds stupid, but what do you even do? Like, so much of the raw roster in particular, I don't give a fuck about anymore. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to throw fucking Jinder and Mojo Raleigh out there? Like, I could give a shit. Yeah, I mean, they're out. KO had a double knee surgery. Yeah. Sami Zayn is out with his arm or whatever the fuck it was this time. Shoulder. Um, Shoulder. Yeah, the other yeah. shoulder, because it was the, the other shoulder. He got them both time, right? done. Oh, okay. Yeah, he also got the two for one deal. At, yeah, uh, at the hey, it's a great bargain. Um, yeah. so those two are out. We're now out. Roman Reigns. Yeah, uh, Dean and Seth are going to be occupied with each other for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like McIntyre is in um in in line for a, a big singles push, maybe with Dolph as his second, maybe uh, mm-hmm. maybe not. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the the there's a tag team situation now. You got to take a pair of tag team champions who are not on the same page. So right. what's going to happen with that? Will will Seth forfeit the, his part of the tag team titles because he doesn't want to be on the team with him? And then maybe they do a tournament. I no, think that I bet be... that dastardly Baron Corbin's going to make him defend the belts together <laughs> against the team of. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Oh, finally, a fresh matchup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I could watch those guys have matches all day long, but oh, nobody. Dolph sells Rollins offense like no other. Holy shit. Like the kicks when he just like just full on flops, belly flops. It's it's yeah. it's a beautiful thing. Uh, before I forget, because uh, to to pull behind the curtain, one thing I do to to remember these things when Chris says, "What did I miss from the Hulu cut?" I have uh, the the write up of Raw from the Wrestling Observer homepage up. Um, whenever people call the Gong in Undertaker's theme the Undertaker's Dong, it makes me laugh like a child. 
And, Who called uh, it dong? Uh, fucking every recapper on the internet, for whatever reason, calls it a dong. It's a gong, and they call it a dong. <laughs> but yeah, so so I, in the section I just looked over, they're talking about you know the the DX promo. It says they were about to sign off, but the other taker's dong went off, and the lights turned off. Man, you know, you think with the stories of uh, Vince McMahon wanting to write "See No Evil" with Kane having a, a six foot dick. Yeah, you'd think you Kane's know, would, dong Kane would be the, would have the dong that would be right. doing the run-ins but no takers no. dong doing the run in and takers dong doing all the work <laughs> just spitting all over the place <laughs> it's ridiculous Ooh, who doesn't the young between a dong and a gong wrestling fans yeah. <laughs> two fucking shay salesman two fucking <laughs> um elsewhere in the wwe uh smackdown was kind of a build-up show for evolution and yeah. crowd duel. Well, it, we had, it, it, we missed yeah, uh ahead. we missed talking about smackdown 1000 that was uh yes last week some, SmackDown some, some quick notables there yeah was tons of fun loved yeah. the ray nakamura match even though they had to kind of rush it so they could fit in the undertaker yeah uh That's but nice. the uh evolution uh reunion with the triple h batista tees yep Aren't that many Triple H matches I get hyped to see in the year of our Lord 2018, but that's one of them. Yeah. Well, it'll be 2019 by the time it happens, but I'm okay that's with it. True. You that's know, true. maybe maybe by then Big Dave will have uh, figured out what the hell's going on with his movie career, whether yeah. or not he's going to stick around after. Yeah, th- this might contract. be his this might be his way of making sure he has money when he pisses off Disney. Yeah, well, you know, he's he's doing Then again, he's, he's saying he'll he'll gladly be in Suicide Squad too. So, uh, I mean, yeah, James, yeah, that's that's how you know you're dedicated to a friend. You'd offer to be in Suicide Squad, too. (laughs) (laughs) That, oh, uh, uh, Jared Leto, yeah, he's he's doing that one. Shit, well, well, right now, I mean, anything can change. We we thought we had fucking uh, Cavill and Affleck as Batman and Superman for a while. It looks like they're both gone. So, and freaking Joaquin Phoenix is Joker now. So, yeah, who fuck? Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows anymore? Uh, but that's <laughs> that's that's besides the that's point. SmackDown One Thousand uh, was a really really fun show. Um, a good bit of nostalgia. Uh, part of me wish is a little bit we were there um but you know a little bit but you know i i would i would have lost money because i had a gig that night but um yeah. you know i pop all the time for whenever uh vicky and or johnny ace show up so yes. uh, we got both of those so that made me uh that made it a successful show for me god damn i miss mm-hmm. people power johnny ace was so goddamn good at his job oh 100 percent. although oh, i don't I know how much was how much of that was him playing a character more just he's that guy all no i know i know he's he's (laughs) great he's great like when i suffer through total bellas i i hope for any scene where where johnny h shows up because he's just he's just amazing so how do you feel about the big show lining up with the bar i don't love it (laughs) i was actually thinking i kind of like it like okay uh at, at least for me uh it's been a while since big show's done anything of relevance well, he was um, injured for a bit. True, but I mean, even before that, I'm, I'm yeah. trying to think the last like oh. big angle he was involved in. Um, I, yeah. I think like three years ago when he had a a, a match with uh, Brock Lesnar at <laughs> like yeah, the Royal Rumble, I, it was like a chairs match or something. I, I think that's that's as best as we've got. Uh, but um, I I like the idea. Just they're three burly shit kickers, and uh, I, I think it's a a nice trio to play off uh, against the new day. Um, that that's really where, where I sit with it. I'm not like, Oh, this is the greatest team of all time or anything like that. But I'm like, it could be fun. Yeah. I mean, I, I really enjoy Seamus and Cesaro together and I'm not convinced that they needed a third, but mm-hmm. I guess for, for story purposes, you wanted to have a three on three sort of thing. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the matches, you know, if they end up doing six man matches, I guess they're doing a, a tag uh, rematch at Crown Jewel. Is that happening? Uh, I'm not I think, sure. I, I think so. Yes. Yes. I think two, uh, two of each team will fight for the tag team yes, championships. Yes, for that's season. correct. That so, is correct. You know, I mean, why would you if 
and this is nothing against Big Show because Big Show really got his shit together, looked great, and really, you know, put on some some decent matches towards the end before he got injured. But if I want to see the bar, I want to see Sheamus and Cesaro. Not, yeah. not, not, you know, not, I, I not see those two. yeah, you yeah. know, and it's not, not a slight on him. It's just, I really like Seamus and Cesaro together. Um, yeah. it's just kind of, it kind of takes away from that, but you know, there are much more bigger arguments, uh, for me to be made about my displeasure with, <laughs> with the WWE. So that's, yeah. uh, that's yeah. kind of minor, minor on the quibble list there. Right. Uh, how do you feel about the, the build for AJ versus Brian? Uh, with with the crossfire bits. The one thing I will say I like about it is something, uh, I, I don't know if it's an intentional eye to detail, but it's something I like, which is the Usos as multi-time tag champions should be capable of beating singles champions level guys in tag matches. Absolutely, yeah. And, and you know, Usos are still at the top of their game. You know, they're yeah. really fucking good. So, yeah, I don't have any problem with them pinning Daniel Bryan clean. Or do they pin AJ clean this uh, week? Well, in both instances. As, uh, Bryan ate both pins. Hi, Rai Rai. Uh, so it was uh, uh, Styles who ate the pin this week. But it was okay. the same sort of idea where one guy blew it for the other. And, right. Uh, you know, that that's sort of building the rage there. As uh, for the Patreon uh, members, uh, you get to see my cat Riley. There you go, bud. <laughs> there you go. He just slinks past the microphone. Handsome fellow that is. Um, yes. So yeah, the, the the build for that is fine. I mean, that's really that's a it's kind of a tropey sort of way to build to a fight between two faces. Just have them uh, team up and and disagree and get in each other's way and stuff like that. As Riley's <laughs> nails right wiggling your face, it's adorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, so yeah, you know the the build is whatever. I really only care about the end result, which is the match. And you know, for all intents and purposes, that match should be and to go out match. And hopefully, you know, those two being the professionals that they are will uh, will tear whatever house in whatever country that they're in. Down. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, now, in terms of an angle that uh, maybe is not playing out uh, in a great way. Uh, so ends Rusev Day, not with a bang, but with a whimper. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get me wrong. Rusev should probably be squashing it in English, but all that for that yeah i don't know i mean i guess that was just the all right yeah we're ending this sort of thing yeah yeah no no continuation of this feud this is not going into survivor series this is not going into a lot on a pole match at tlc i'd watch that because you know she'd be doing flipsy dudes around the pole right (laughs) um no we're just gonna have rusev squash in english and that's it uh sorry in english see you in mcw in six months yeah I was gonna say you could go hang out with Ty Dillinger backstage with the creative has nothing for you uh locker room. And unfortunately, you know what? Fuck it. that would be a fun tag team right there. Ty Dillinger and in English. Uh, what do you call them? The the drama tens? I don't know. <laughs> uh let's see. Uh I got nothing clever. A ten. A ten? No. Uh, in case you're wondering how WWE creative meetings don't go, this is just, no, no. I'm pretty sure this is how they go. <laughs> no, they don't. Maybe they're, not via Skype. I would say we're literally pitching something for either Ty Dillinger or Aiden English to do. This Touché. never happens in the WWE creative meeting. Touche, salesman. Yeah, you got the, some good points tonight. I like to subscribe <laughs> to your newsletter. <laughs> Basically, uh, the Rusev angle is booked as Rusev squashes the other guy. That's just all what right. it said on the script. That's, so, that's all it is. Uh, why not have Rusev go back after uh, Nakamura? Hey, uh, that'd that be awesome. A, you know, let, let Rusev get back in a title hunt here. Because Nakamura is still the U.S. champ, right? That hasn't. He really... is. He is. Yeah. Believe it or not, he is. I know. The He's focus had such great things. He's had such great feuds is the feud between Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy and <laughs> a match with Rey Mysterio. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I mean, you know, I would love for Rusev to win that title. I'd be fine mm-hmm. with Mysterio picking it up. You know, let me let sure. run that program a little bit, get a couple more longer matches out of those guys. And, you know, Ray is a, is a pretty unstoppable force in the WWE and yeah. anywhere he goes, really, because he's Rey Mysterio. So, hell, fuck it. Let's do this. Uh, speaking of Rey Mysterio, really, really, 
Uh, Booyaka Booyaka, 619. Uh, really fun match <laughs> with The Miz. Super fun match with The Miz. Actually. It's funny because the last time I remember seeing Rey Mysterio, he was locked in a cage in Boyle Heights. So I'm curious as to how he got to DC for SmackDown 1000. <laughs> However, I'm happy that he showed back up. And yeah, the match with, uh, with The Miz was fun. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, last time I saw him, he was an ugly Wolverine. But, you know, that was... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was when I saw him. <laughs> that was so terrible. Yeah. He looked great his, physically, and his performance was great. But goddamn, yeah, that, that outfit was, was so yeah. bad. It's a fucking turd ball. Um, <laughs> one thing I do want to say because I imagine we'll, we're probably going to be doing some very poorly thought out uh, evolution predictions on the Patreon <laughs> episode. Patreon.com. Search for the Rough House Podcast. Uh, I wanted to quickly say. Uh, God damn, Becky Lynch is a top star. Yeah. Whole, holy shit. Between SmackDown 1000, uh, Mocking Edge in oh, an all-time great segment. Oh, dude, that was that was one of the meanest things I think I've ever heard said on, on WWE television. Like yeah. legitimate, just mean. I was yeah, like, it, oh, I'm not even an Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah, I, I it strikes me that Edge probably was just like, you know what, Becky, come at me, just throw throw it at me. Let, let's put you over, kid. Let's do this. Yeah. And uh, apparently we can thank Shawn Michaels for the whole to do. Yeah, the, the pull apart uh, that was filmed at the uh, at, at the PC uh, mm -hmm. was really good, too. The, the build to this match um, I, I, I've enjoyed. Uh, now, here's my question to you. Uh, which match headlines that paper? That is an excellent question. Um, were it up to me, I'd put Becky Charlotte up top because I think they have the ability to do a longer match. I would think that Nikki Ronda is not going to be a long one. Just okay. just for the protection. Under 10 minutes? Uh, I'd, I'd say 10, 12 is probably where that's going to land. Okay. All right. But main event. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because of star power. Right. 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 Uh, fucking star power, man. <laughs> <laughs> ruins, ruins potential for a good closing. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll say this. Uh, it'll, it depends on what they have planned for the finishes. Uh, Cause I Fair. feel like they kind of want to end it on a, on a big note. Um, yeah. Whether that's Rhonda standing tall or something crazy happening, uh, some big stunt with this last woman standing match between uh, between Bex and Charlotte. So depending on what, because depending on what they have planned is what what I think uh, how they will decide what goes on last. Yeah, all I know is we need a, a clean finish in uh, Becky and Charlotte. We haven't really gotten uh you know a, a pure proper finish out of these two yeah, that's true um so it, it, it'd be nice to have one i mean even becky's win of the belt was you know fluky roll up um so i i really want something definitive and something strong that said i feel like if charlotte loses here like she will lose some luster uh, but I feel like also it's it, like it, it's a, it's such a hard match to call because I feel like Becky needs the win. Yeah. But if Charlotte loses, she loses a lot more. Nah, I, mean, I think Charlotte's one of those people that can not be a champion and still be a big part of a division. Um, you know, all that that being said, you know, the other women matches haven't really uh, been getting a lot of uh, attention or love or anything on the main show. So. Maybe she'll just take a back seat for a little bit uh, if she loses. Uh, but I really think it's Becky's uh, Becky's chance to really run with this opportunity that she's just grabbed the uh, the bull by the horns and is just crushing it in every facet right now. Social media is great. Her promos mm -hmm. are great. Uh, whenever she's in the ring, it's great. It's got some good snap to her to her maneuvers in there. So yeah, she's she's firing on all cylinders, and they will be fools to uh and this is coming from a huge Charlotte fan. They'll be few fools to take the the title off of her at this point. Couldn't agree more, sir. Uh, elsewhere in WWE this week, Wednesdays are now fucking packed yeah. for wrestling. Uh, yeah. I can say uh, from this week's 205, totally worth checking out the main event of Mustafa Ali and Hideo Tommy in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Okay, I saw a table involved at some point. Yeah, it, it fucking ruled. It was okay. awesome. Um, NXT this week, it looks like... I didn't watch maybe, NXT. It looks like maybe we know who took out Alistair I mean, Black. It's pretty much. I wouldn't say maybe. I, I think it's pretty much 
been said at this point, right? I don't know if it's so much that Johnny's saying he did it or Johnny's just snapping. That's that's the thing that I think is going to be interesting here. But that that's me maybe giving them too much credit. Yeah, I mean they're they're doing they're putting out like lineup photos with like Johnny Gargano saying why John and the hash there's a hashtag why Johnny why uh, fair so, point fair uh, point <laughs> I think they're kind of going all in on it. Um, I like it. I think it's something uh, something interesting, not really something you would expect mm-hmm. them to do. And <clears throat> you know, despite the amount of times we saw Gargano and Champa recently. Um, I kind of feel like they're going to head into a uh, heel DIY mm-hmm. run uh, of them being just shithead heels as a tag team again, you know, and then Johnny will turn face again or something like that. And they'll, they'll run yeah, it back yeah, yeah, yeah. eventually. Yeah. But I feel like it's kind of, it's, it's breathing a little bit of new life into it because this isn't something we ever expected from Gargano. Cause he was always, you know, this, this little underdog that everybody cheered for, but that he just, you know, couldn't pull it out and got driven to the dark side. He's fucking Anakin, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I also want to give a lot of props on NXT this week, building multiple challengers for the NXT title. Uh, you know, I, I kind of assumed it was going to be Velveteen dream and Champa, but you know, you've got Lars Sullivan making a, a case and, Honestly, you could throw Alistair Black in the mix there if they wanted, or they could yeah. make it like a crazy five-way with Johnny also. All I know is the fact that there's so many top-tier guys in that mix that I could see having that match tells me they're doing something right. Yeah, and that, that could kind of circles back to my point earlier on as to how it can be successful having multiple top guys and yeah. not just having one dude. Like, sure, Champa is, you know... Oh, the best sports entertainer that ever lived, if you asked him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of guys down there. Adam Cole has nothing but uh, potential and upside. Yes, thank you very much. Undisputed Era is a, is a force to be reckoned with. Lars Sullivan is a mm-hmm. is a you know a massive guy who's really getting um, his bearings under him. Velveteen Dream has a ton of charisma and a bright future ahead of him. EC3 is uh, is is overflowing uh, with um, with charisma himself and a very, mm-hmm. very long period of time in the tanning band. Um, <laughs> you've got you've got Alistair Black, who's back from injury from his nutsack rupturing, and he's throwing the, some really snug roundhouse kicks. Yeah, he I, is. He, he took out that security guard outside the door. I popped. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> into that poor indie wrestler from yeah. Orlando. Uh, and then yeah. uh, Lars Sullivan definitely leaned into that one. He wasn't going to make that mistake the same. same exactly, thing. exactly. <laughs> this is him making up for the last time. Yeah, he 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 got all of that one. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on down there. My question: How does Nikki cross play into all of this going forward? I have no idea. All I know is this: when when she did not get called up with the rest of sanity, I was really concerned about her. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, okay, she's going to be fed. Um, to uh, Kyrie Sane. Uh, uh, not Kyrie Sane. Shayna uh, Baszler. Sh- Shayna Baszler. Thank you. Uh, I thought she was going to be fed to ba- uh, Baszler and, you know, that was going to be it. But then yeah. it wasn't it. She's proven herself to be so much more of a unique and interesting performer in this angle than I think anyone anticipated. She's uh, what Dean Ambrose should have been. Yes. Yes. Absolute chaotic neutral. Yes. That's what she is. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, like the crowd chanting, Nikki's got a secret. I mean, a little on the nose, full yeah, sail, but it was but, still fucking fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really liking that. I'm also liking the build to uh, what I assume is going to be uh, Cassius Ono and Matt Riddle. Uh, yeah, Cassius wanting the challenge, wanting the challenge, wanting the challenge, and uh, we get to see Matt Riddle in an NXT ring next week. Bro, very excited for that. Uh, yeah. And then also taped at full sale, we had the semifinals of the May Young Classic. Yeah, week. I haven't watched that yet. I'm looking forward to spending some time. I haven't watched last week's either, as admitted on the Twitter. Okay. But uh, hopefully spending some time to catch up on those because obviously I know the results of, of, of what happened. But that doesn't make me want to see the matches even less. And that is something that speaks to the volume of uh, those um, competitors. The fact yeah. that I know what's going to happen, but I still really want to go back and watch the matches. Um, you know, it was so it was uh, Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai in the uh, – Yes, yeah, uh, uh, Rhea Ripley yeah. and Io Shirai, and also uh, Tony Nico Satamora and Tony Storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And both matches were out of this world good. Can't can't Sorry, recommend them more. 
That's okay. Oh, I say okay. both matches uh, were out of this world. Can't recommend them more. Just fucking killer. Um, and have yeah, you caught uh, any of the NXT UK yet? I have. I have caught some okay. of the NXT UK. Now, the thing that's really weird about NXT UK is all of their words have superfluous U's in the middle of it. I don't really understand it. Like they spell color weird. And it's just it's strange. I don't. I don't. Is this quite your first it. uh your first uh exposure to the written English word? Now the other thing that's weird is everybody's talking about jumpers, and and I don't know what that means, but apparently it means sweater. I never heard of that one before. <laughs> Did you know, however, that the reason um the American spelling of color and things like that uh, doesn't have the U is because of the printing press, and it cost extra money to put that extra letter in all those words so they come oh. uh, as a uh, as a budgetary thing because <laughs> capitalism yeah i was gonna say so basic american way of doing things uh that costs too much is that why donuts is spelled wrong on duncan and now it's was... gonna be spelled so incorrectly that they're just dropping it entirely we well, yeah, they're just duncan now it doesn't matter yeah they're more exactly. about coffee than donuts these days well that's what america runs on well yeah Technically, they run on donuts, too, based on the obesity reports I hear about. But, you know, <laughs> that's America for you. Actually, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I, I watched the first episode. I haven't watched this week's episode of NXT UK. Shit fucking rules. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, how's the presentation? Uh, it, it's it, honestly it's if you liked um, the UK championship shows that they did, it's the very the first very, batch or the second uh, batch. Uh Basically, it feel it feels more like the second than the first to me. But okay. if you liked either one, it's the same thing. It's just pure pro wrestling. They're, like, there's no other way to put it. These guys just want to win matches to win matches, and they want to prove they're the best. And it's real basic. It's you know, uh, so many guys seem to have a similar story of they want to be the best in right. the UK and and all that. But all dapper, um, uh, dapper boys who uh, who yeah. dress sharply with uh, loafers and no socks, which I will never, never get behind or understand. I am yes. a big sock proponent. Uh, I don't know if this has ever been discussed on the show. I am not. I I I have a thing with feet that I fucking hate them. Uh, <laughs> so not not the thing of feet else. that I would anticipate. I'm the anti-Tarantino when it comes okay. to feet. Uh, I don't want to see anybody's feet. I don't want to see my feet. The worst time in my week is when I have to trim my toenails every other week, maybe sometimes three. I just let it go that long because I don't want to fucking do it. But I'm always wearing socks. I always have on socks. Right. Um, I will never go without socks uh, unless I'm like at a beach or a pool, which I rarely am because I hate being outside in the summertime because I'm a fat piece of shit. So point of the story is I can't dress like those uh, those swanky Brit boys over there who put a space in between every letter when they type and look all fancy with their scarves and, and slacks and no socks. Can't get behind that. Sorry, strong style. And that's the soapbox I'm dying on tonight. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that, that right there is Chris all socks all the time. Like a lot. <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll do for the Patreon. You know, instead of making episodes, we'll just send out people socks. No, yeah. no, no, okay. no, no. I keep the socks for myself because <laughs> oh, I, I fair point. have to wear socks. So does this mean when you like Google search the name of a female celebrity and the first thing that pops up in autocomplete is their name and feet you get immediately skeeved out <laughs> the second i know thing. i do it's the second thing the first thing is nude then oh yeah fair point then it goes, to, point. Feet. Then then it goes, it goes to feet, feet. yeah oh, so I I, I I go to the first one but i skip the second yeah, yeah. i don't i i don't blame you now feet feet freak me out man i don't i don't yeah. do feet i don't like feet yeah. they're gross now remember rough house og 538 if you have opinions on women's feet at send Ted Cruz on Twitter. Just tell us and let us know. Just just send photos. No context otherwise. Just send them over. Uh, we'll definitely see them. Yes, 100%. We'll see them. We may not reply, but we'll see them. Yes. They will be seen. <laughs> yes, they will by someone who undoubtedly Is loves women's feet. the rough house podcast is a weekly podcast follow us at rough house sgw on twitter and facebook.com slash the rough house podcast become a donor to the rough house at patreon.com slash the rough house podcast and check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital u c e g j two one 
N, lowercase w, capital G, lowercase k, capital P, M, lowercase L, capital D, N, 7, lowercase c, 3, lowercase r, lowercase f, U, V, Q. This is the, the Rough House, Rough House, House uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. And Marty? The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network. For over 37 years, your source for all things Lucha Libre is Renta Lucha. Renta Lucha. Our luchadors do front flips, side flips, back flips, cross flips, under flips, over flips, and every other type of flip that you could ever desire. Renta Lucha. Our luchadors will entrance, amaze, allure, and arouse you and party guests for any occasion. Weddings, breezes, or Texas Tornado tag team matches. Our luchadors are second to none. Renta Lucha. Renta Lucha.